Listen up, Fins fans. You are now tuned in to All in All Fins, the ultimate fans perspective podcast brought to you by your host, Nick Emperado. You know what it is, man. All right, so I just want to start today by talking about a couple of the free agents that are out there. Um, Logan Ryan and Larry Warford. I know Logan Ryan, there was reports that he was signing with the Jets. Um, but as of right now, when we're recording this, he is not signed anywhere. I think he's just really looking for a one-year prove-it deal. Um, and then to get one more final contract, probably. Um, but just to start off with Logan Ryan, I, I'm i not a fan, honestly, unless I get him for way under value but I'm pretty sure he's looking for like like five to seven million a year and I just don't think he's in need honestly with Byron Jones, Xavier Howard, um, Noah Igbenogny who's the nickel cornerback and really it's just going to stun his growth to have Logan Ryan for a year in a year that we're really not like planning on going too far um, and then Nick Needham, um, Bobby McCain can come down um, depends on what we do with Cordaeus Tankersley um, who was an earlier pick in the draft a couple years back. So I'm not a fan of going after um, Logan Ryan. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I don't think we need Logan Ryan. Um, it's not worth the money that he wants unless, like you said, we get him for like a cheap deal, like two, three million. Um, but it's just it, it, drafting Noam uh, Igbenagi was a solid. I was It was a surprise, but. You know, it, it beefs up that cornerback room a lot. Um, and you have a bunch of versatile D, uh, DBs, so it's just you don't need him, and it, it'd be a waste to, to put him on there. It would take up from some of the younger guys like Nick Needham and Noah. So it's just I don't I don't like it. If I don't see it's I don't think it's going to happen, honestly. Yeah, plus I've been pushing back on the idea that Flores is signing all of his old guys. Um, but yeah. honestly, like, if he goes and signs Logan Ryan, I think that then he's kind of just pushing at this point because, um, you know, it's kind of that's kind of too much. But Larry Warford, on the other hand, I I sign me up all day long. Yeah. He's a three time three time in a row Pro Bowler. Um, put him at right guard, plug and play right now, um, and then let's you know let's take the football and jam it down somebody's throat because um, if you go Austin Jackson, who's obviously developmental which is totally fine because he's got Eric Flowers right next to him who used to be a tackle. He knows what he's doing on the left side. You got, you know, a nice anchor, a veteran at center, and then you put Larry Warford next to a rookie of Rob Hunt, and then you got Jesse Davis as your backup at any position on the line, and Michael Dieter probably your backup center. Um, Sign me up for that because Jordan Howard and Breed are going to go off this year, and that will probably increase the chances that we see Tua this year, honestly. Yeah, I completely agree. If we could get another solid veteran guard to help out these young guys, um, along with the other additions we've made this offseason at the offensive line, um, that would be a great move. Um, I would love that if we go and get him. I don't know if we will, but it would be it would be a nice move, I think. Do you think it increases the chances we see Tua if we really, you know, solidify the interior of that offensive line? Um, I don't know. I think it depends on whoever the offensive line is. Uh, I think it all still depends on if how Fitzpatrick does. Honestly, I don't. I don't know if we have a better offensive line that we go straight to Tua in that aspect. Um, I mean, it could if they feel more comfortable with the offensive line, adding Warford. Um, 
but I think I, I think Tua's playing time and when he gets in will depend really on when he's ready and how Fitzpatrick does throughout the year. Because if Fitzpatrick's hot, they're not going to take him out. Which is a what's it's a possibility. I mean, you really don't know what you're going to see with with Fitzpatrick. Because um, honestly, yeah. he could come out and and ball out. You really like have no idea. Right, and plus, if true. he stays healthy, honestly, I think for the first eight games, let, let's actually I'll take that back. <clears throat> the first ten games, so right to the the bye week, you got a better chance of seeing Josh Rosen on the field than Tua. Um, personally, I I doubt you know if Fitzpatrick goes down early, it probably benefits them to put Josh Rosen in um, again because you don't want Tua to get hurt. And second, if he comes in and plays well. Yeah, it benefits two people. It benefits the Dolphins because he plays well and he's going to be tradable. And it it benefits Josh Rosen because he's tradable and he can go to a different team and try to be a starter because even though he hasn't had the best of luck, I think he's probably in a simpler, a more simple offense, he could be a solid starter. Um, mm-hmm. But like I said, it I would, I would prefer – a whole year of Robert Hunt and Austin Jackson at tackle if that's the route they're going to go. Um, because if they get Warford, you got somebody just the same as Eric Flowers on the other side protecting. Um, and then what that really does next year for the draft is two things. Um, the only offensive lineman that you're looking to get early is a center. And... Um, you can go after skill players and running backs and, and wide receivers. So I like that. And, and going back to the last, um, the interview with Chad Forbes, he said something about um, we should have done more research on the fact that the Saints wanted Cesar Ruiz. Um, I know they were shopping him, but I think the fact that um, Patrick Queen got taken right in front of them is the reason they even went after um Caesar Ruiz in the first place. So I think that kind of just it, the board got messed up. So I, I, I don't agree with what he said, but uh, moving on, uh, let's go through the schedule this, you know, and, and do our way too early predictions and, and see what we, <laughs> we can come up with, with a, for a record for these guys this year. Um, yeah. So we're going to open the season in Foxborough um, against the Patriot or the, the Tom Brady list Patriots. Um, let me, you can go ahead and start, um, you know, what do you think? What do you think goes on that that week? So, um, I know we've talked about how we don't think the Patriots are going to do as good um, as they did last year, and a lot of people are saying, "Well, you know, it's still the Patriots. Don't count them out." Which I agree completely. I think, you know, whether it's Stidham or not, who's the starting quarterback, I think they'll still be a solid team. But I don't think they're going to, you know, be it right away. I think it's going to take them a few weeks to get used to their team and who they have. So week one in Foxborough, Jared Stidham starting out. I think we, I think we got that game, but I think the Patriots are going to turn it uh, and be a better team as the year goes on. But week one, I think we got them. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a win all day. Um, if they, if they won last year with a Tom Brady led team trying to get a first round bye, they're going to win. And there's a lot of, especially if Logan Ryan. Ed, like comes in place for Miami. There's a lot of players on there that will want to go down there and win, and mm-hmm. Brian Flores is going to want to go there and win and start off the year with a bang because his one year of do whatever you want is gone. Um, 
so he needs to win and and you know like a 500 season is is where they need to be or above so especially if they won five he kind of he kind of set himself up to have high expectations so yeah that's a win in my books definitely starting off the year strong um then we're going to come home for our season opener against the bills um although i think it's going to be a very close game because um if we can get the ball rolling and we can run the ball down their throats with Jordan Howard and Matt Breida, I think that we have a way, way better chance of winning, just like when we started that winning streak off in 2016 with Jay Ajayi running for 200 yards in back-to-back games because, um, you know, players were puking on the field. It was just so hot. So if, if, if Buffalo comes down here cocky and we run the ball down their throats, we're, we could win that game. But um, for now, I'm going to say that's probably going to be our first loss of the year. See, <clears throat> I think... I think we could take that game. I think we will be able to, with the additions we've made, um, I agree it's going to be a close game. But with all the additions we've made and with this team, they're going to want to come out hot. Florida's going to want to come out hot. Um, In home, home opener, with all these new additions, two will be on the bench. I think think it's going to be a win. I think it will be a close game, but I think we take it. Yeah, I think we start out two and zero, and and that was like that's really a coin flip one for me. Um, I think that Josh Allen just ends up killing us by his mobility, and I need to see. And this could change after I see how the defense plays in the preseason and plays against the Patriots and and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I so, agree. Um, and I again, mean, jo- yep. Sorry, go ahead. No, uh, Josh Allen's uh, uh is. His playmaking and his versatility and getting out of the pocket has really hurt us in the past. But I think with all the additions we've made and the versatility we have on defense now with Kyle Van Noy and Shaq Lawson, I don't. He's not going to have as much success. I don't think, you know, against this Dolphins defense like he has had in the past, running around and just making plays himself. I think we shut him down right, right, stuff it right up his face, and we take game two. Yeah, I like that. Um... Thursday night football against the Jags. Um, I'm not going to say a whole lot about it, especially because we just had a, I just had a whole podcast on the Jaguars, but I think it's a win. Um, yeah. It's, it's basically a home game. Um, nothing too crazy. Don't have to travel too far. Not a, going against anything. The Jags do have some talent, but I think it's a win all day. Yeah, I agree. Um, I really like Gardner Minshew um, just because, I mean, he even looks, you know, pretty sick. Um, <laughs> but I think he's a solid quarterback. Um, but I don't know if their defense is really there like it has been in the past. So I think they're going to struggle a little bit and I think we could take them in Jacksonville. Yeah, uh, I agree. Um, what do you think about home coming back home, playing the Seahawks and Russell Wilson? I think that's going to be a tough one. Um, but for me, that's, that's what I have as our first loss of the year. Um, this team is really young, really good. Uh, a lot of additions but it's not early in the year playing a team like the seahawks it's not gonna all be there yet um so it's gonna be a little difficult to to beat the state the seahawks i think even at home i mean there's a chance we could pull it off but if i had to pick our first loss of the year i, I think it's gonna be this against the seahawks week four yeah and if they if they shut down josh allen and he runs for 40 yards and no touchdowns and we win that game I, I think I'll have a different feeling, a different confidence going into the the Hawks or the Seahawks game because not that Russell Wilson is 
only a running, like he can scramble. Um, but if we can show that we can finally shut down a mobile quarterback because we have been getting murdered by mobile quarterbacks for as long as I can remember, um, mm-hmm. I'll probably have a different confidence going into that game. But I think it's a loss too. Yeah. And then we're going to go to San Francisco. Uh, just, I mean, based on what team they are and the fact that we got to travel and play a 4 o'clock game. And, you know, I, I, I think that that – that's another loss, unfortunately, for them. Yeah, I agree. That's going to be a really tough game to pull out um, and pull off. So I, I I have that as another loss, too. Especially, it's not at home. Um, even if it was at home against the 49ers, I still, I, I still think I would take the 49ers right now, especially with that defense that they have um, and the old line that they have. Uh, I just, I, It's going to be a tough one. Yeah, and that that D line, like you said, is is insane. But um, this this is probably the hardest game for me to pick of the whole year because we're at the Broncos. If it was a home game, put it in pen. Miami's gonna win. Um, but going to Mile High is hard enough as it is. Um, their offense is is gonna be crazy. So it really depends on what Drew Locke is as a quarterback and how he's playing. Because if he's playing like crap, they could win. If he's playing pretty decent, they're probably going to lose. Um, so based on what Drew Locke did at the end of the year, it's really a coin flip for me. But I'm going to I'm going to put them down for a loss in Denver. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. Um, Denver, it's they're a tough team to play no matter what. Um, so yeah like you said i mean it's a coin flip i don't know i don't know who's gonna have that upper edge it all depends on how the season plays out and what happens going into that game um but honestly if i had a if i had to choose i think i think we might lose that game as well honestly yeah i mean it's gonna be hard they got melvin gordon yeah. they just yeah. beefed up their wide receivers their defense is good um mm-hmm. so that's all right coming home uh, back home for a couple games playing the Chargers. I um, I like a win against the Chargers with Justin Herbert as quarterback there. Yeah, so that defense is tough. That defense is good. Um, I think it's going to be a it's going to be a problem for us to score on offense. But I think our defense is going to be the difference maker in that game, and we're going to sh- you know stop that Chargers offense because um, they have weapons in. Keenan Allen and uh, uh, Mike Williams and Hunter Henry, but I I don't know if they have the quarterback, you know, in week seven to put a drive together, and I don't think they really have the run game or the offensive line to do that as well. So I, I could see us coming out with a win there as well. Yeah, and I like back-to-back wins at home right here. I like them beating the Rams. Um, no Todd Gurley to worry about. I know they got Cam Akers, and I think he's going to be pretty good. But I think jo- J- Jared Goff is really mids at best. Um, his wide receivers are not that great. That defense is really not that great. They kind of put all their eggs in the in the pot to, to in the basket or whatever the saying is, to win the Super Bowl, and now they're in cap hell, and they're – really got not going anywhere so um mm-hmm. i like back-to-back wins against the west coast chargers and and rams back-to-back yeah i completely agree i i bd uh playing the rams that's a winnable game um they're a team that doesn't really scare me uh they did go to the super bowl a few years ago but it, they did have a lot of a different team and they don't have the weapons that they had before and 
I mean, if you ask me, it's a completely different topic. Um, but I think their Super Bowl run was kind of a little bit of a fluke. So I don't see, I don't think they're as good of a team as everyone, you know, might think and holds them out to be. Yeah, no, I agree. That offense was just like kind of like new to the NFL, and um, yeah. they kind of just, you know, they had the right team and they spent the right money at the right time. And unfortunately, they just couldn't score any points in the Super Bowl because I would have loved them to beat yeah. the Patriots. Um, right. The next hardest game for me to predict was the at the Cardinals. Um, again, until I see Miami beating mobile quarterbacks, I'm, I'm taking the mobile quarterbacks. So I'm taking the Cardinals at home. I think Car- Kyler Murray is going to take another step um, in the right direction. I think they're they got way better with DeAndre Hopkins. Um, even though we have the secondary to stop them, I think in Arizona by three points, you know, a close game. I, I I don't see any of these games really being a blowout. If they lose, I think I think um, they're going to be a super, um, you know, competitive team this year. So I don't see anything like this, and this is why it's so hard to predict because I really have confidence in them. But at at the Cardinals, um, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna go a loss against the Cardinals. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take a win here. Okay. Uh, I believe that we could. The Cardinals. I think they're putting the pe- the right pieces together and putting a solid team together. Um, but I don't think they're quite there yet. Uh, their running game is lacking. Uh, and uh, Kyler Murray is a solid quarterback. They have the receivers. They have the weapons. Larry Fitzgerald, DeAndre Hopkins, Christian Kirk. Um, but I don't know if he'll be able to do it all himself. Um, and especially with the DBs we have, I think I feel confident in our DBs over their receivers. So I, I, I think we got that game. I think that's a win. Don't think uh, Kenyon Drake and Jordan Phillips are going to try to go off against us? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Did they try to did the, games. Did the Cardinals end up getting another running back, or are they just rocking with Kenny Drake as their starting quarterback? I think running back. I mean. they, um, did they did they get a running back in the trade with the no, they, Texans? I think they just sent over. Um, uh, wow, I'm drawing a blank right now. Uh, David Johnson. Yeah, yeah, I think they just sent him over. That's it. I don't know. I'm looking through their roster right now. I only see him and Chase Edmonds. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I, I don't think that. I think they're rocking with uh, <clears throat> nice. All right. Kenyon there. <laughs> Give him a shot. Um, all right. Yeah, that's cool. Good for them. I like Kenyon Drake. He was, like, one of my favorite Dolphins at the time. Um, so yeah, then, I like him too. We got a home game against the Adam Geese Jets, and that's a dub in my books all day. Um I, th- I have the Dolphins um, sweeping the Jets this year. I think that they're probably going to beat the brakes off them in Miami and then, you know, have a bye week to get ready to go to um, the Jets at home. And I really think that they they are going to um, stuff the ball down their throats and, and really take advantage of that O-line, which is, is not that good. So I think the Dolphins are going to sweep the Jets back-to-back games. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree. I don't think there's too much to say on it. Um, those are two games that we should win, and I believe we will win. Uh, the Jets have a lot of holes on their roster. Uh, I don't think Darnold's a good quarterback, so I-, I could see us pulling out those two games. 
Yeah, and I think the bye week will be interesting too because we'll have to really see what the injury status of the team is and, you know, really what it is. But I think the pen the the problem is both of us have them basically fighting for playoffs right now, so I doubt <laughs> we see Tua if this is the circumstances because, you know, I don't know why you would take out a quarterback that's leading into the playoffs, so... Um, but if for some reason this goes a completely different direction, I think this is the week that we could probably see um, Tua come and play because the NFL will be like beating the door down to try to get Tua versus Burrow. Uh, but regardless oh, yeah. of who we got at quarterback, I think we're beating the Bengals. Yeah, I agree. The Bengals did draft Joe Burrow. They added some pieces in the offseason, but I I believe they still have a lot of holes, especially at that offensive line. Um, so I'm, I'm interested overall to see how that offensive line is going to hold up for Burrow all year. Um, but this game, I, I I have us taking it. We're at home against the Bengals. Yeah, lo- luckily for them, he's good at improving because you know That's that was true. that was one of his better things at LSU was just <clears throat> escaping the collapsing pocket, getting to the outside, and chucking it down the field. And who knows um, if AJ Green balls out or comes back to the old AJ Green, which I highly doubt. I probably this probably is last year in Cincinnati. Yeah. But you know, who knows? They could be better than than what I think, but I think that, you know, they're probably a four or five win team team still at this point. Yeah. Uh, so I, the, I agree. The next game is probably the most important game on the schedule for the Dolphins because you're going up against the Super Bowl champions of last year at home it really gives you a good way to gauge how far along you are because I don't think that they beat the Chiefs at home, but if they if they beat the Chiefs or the, if they play the Chiefs well um, and it doesn't look like what it would have looked like last year if we played the Chiefs, you know, I think it's pretty important and it could really give us some, some momentum because if we lose it by a field goal or a late touchdown or something, even, you know, 7 to 10 points, I think, um, that's going to be a huge step for Miami to see that you can basically run with the, the the champions. So I think it would be pretty important for them to, you know, I don't really want to say a moral victory, but something like that, you know, something where they can, like I said, gauge how far they've come and where they're really at against top-tier opponents. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think it's going to be a loss, but if you play well, or even if you beat them, you know, you, your locker room and the guys are going like, all right, we could hang with the best teams in the league. Like, why, why can't we be one of the best teams in the league? So if it is a close game or if it is a win, I think it's huge to the team. You know, they'll, they'll show that they could hang with, you know, the the best teams in the league. But I think it's I think it's going to be a loss. Yeah. Um, but like I said, it would be – it would that would be something crazy. And that would be something Dolphins would do, like going in that game with a lot – six wins or something and for some reason beat the Chiefs. That that's like a Adam Gase Dolphins thing to do is um be basically out of the playoffs and, and beat a team. <laughs> um so following up that game we got the Patriots at home to kind of f- for our last home game of the year. Um do you think we sweep them or no? Um you know as much as I want to say yes to this uh, and I had them beat. I had us beating them in Foxborough. I think late in the season, the Patriots are going to figure it out. Um, and I don't know. I just got a feeling that 
it's not going to go our way, honestly. Um, yeah, maybe I think, I think they might take out. us. I think they might take us. Injuries, you never know. So. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then we go to Las Vegas and play the Raiders. I, I actually have this as a win because I think Derek Carr is, is another um, middle-of-the-pack quarterback. I think John Gruden's offense is just not as great as everybody thinks. Um, they don't really have the weapons that they need, I don't think. Um, their defense is okay. I think they're probably the maybe the worst team in the West, uh, the AFC West. So I think um, we're going to go to Vegas, end of the year, making a playoff push, win that game, um, and going into the Bills f- to try to win to make the playoffs. But what do you think about the game in Vegas? So the game in Vegas, I think I agree. I, I think that's going to be a win. Um, I, I'm a huge John Gruden fan. I also like Derek Carr a lot, so I do hope the Raiders do really well this year. But I think we got their number 16 in Vegas. I think we'll pull that pull out with the win that game. Yeah, I, I like the win. I, I do like – so don't, don't get me wrong. I, I do like the Raiders as an organization, but I'm just not a huge John Gruden fan. Um, but it's not it's not like he, it's a personality thing. It's more of just like the style of he tries to con- like do too much. I feel like, um, but at the same yeah. But at the same time, it's like it's almost like it's pretty simple to figure out what he's doing. Like as far as like if you've ever heard like how his his play calls are, they're like twenty words long, like stuff like that. So, um, and I just think they're probably gonna be in the market for a quarterback. You might even see Mariota playing at this point. Um, but I, I like a win and then, uh, it really sets up something interesting. I'll have to go through the bills schedule and kind of see what I think they'll be at. Um, but imagine two nine and six teams rolling into Buffalo, uh, January 3rd, probably some snow on the ground, ice cold, bunch of junk fans. Um, what do you think happens? You know, if we're both nine and six and we're fighting for a playoff spot, I've got Fitzpatrick. I think we sweep the Bills this year, and I, I'm taking I'm taking us in that game to push us into the playoffs as a wild card. Actually, to win the division, misspoke. We're gonna win the division. Uh, and that's gonna push us into the playoffs. We're gonna stuff it right up the Bills. We're gonna sweep them this year. We're gonna win Week 17. I love that prediction, but I've just been in Buffalo too many times and seen them lose too many times, except for the one time on December 24th. 2016, J.J. ran for 200 yards. Andrew Franks booted a 53-yarder to go into overtime. Devontae Parker had a long touchdown on a – he bounced off a defender and spun around and took it to the took it to the yard. Um, I just – that's just a game that I probably have the least confidence in of the whole schedule, no matter what the situation of either team is. Um, but I, I actually have them losing there. So I have them going 9-7. and seven. You have them going 11-5. and five. Um, I could see them fighting for a wild card at 9-7. and seven, And if they go 11-5 and five and they don't win the division, they're guaranteed the fifth seed, So, which is, which is good. Um, but either way, I, I don't see them not making a push and not – I don't see them being eliminated from the playoffs going into Week 17. We'll just say that. Yeah, I agree. Um and whatever the record is, um, these are just predictions right now. If things go well, no one really, you know, no big injuries, not, you know, not a few big injuries. Uh, 
I think we'll uh, I think we'll have a winning record this year. I think we'll be above 500. Definitely. I actually tweeted out that if for some reason they won less than seven games, I'm shaving my head completely bald because um, I guess I saw that. <laughs> yeah, because I think that that that's where this team is at. Honestly, and um, you know it's fun doing early predictions, but a lot could happen. I mean, a lot could change if if they make a couple signings here and there, and you know they stay healthy throughout the year. A lot a lot of things could change, but I like going through the schedule too. You know, a little early, um, just gives us something to talk about, something to look forward to in these times. Uh, but two things to look out for on my Twitter. I actually posted um, this Apple Watch band that I got for my my watch and a lot of people liked it so i think what i'm gonna do eventually here in the next couple weeks is do kind of a giveaway probably um like a retweet thing and you know kind of show the love that you you listen to the podcast so if you hear this just make sure you're following me on twitter all in all fins um i changed my distribution website so um be on the lookout for some changes there um it's just going to kind of add to how many channels that we're on um, for streaming but check my twitter out make sure you like and subscribe um, leave a review leave a rating on apple or spotify um, but other than that fins up